Welcome to the Rising Kings podcast, where we enable you to raise your standards, elevate your performance, and live to your highest order in business and in life. If you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any feature content. Let's get into the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Rising Kings podcast. My name is Michael. I'm your host. And of course, we've got Mr. Ben Solkeld. Brother, how are you? How are you, brother? Good man. How are you? Ah, doing pretty good. Kind of a long weekend. How was it for you guys? Yeah, it was like back-to-back long weekends. Yeah, exactly. Um, school holidays, all happening. When are the kids going back to school? Tomorrow. Ah. Oh, they got Tomorrow. one more. So they had... They got an extra day, mate. Wow. Must be good. Yeah, they, they do nothing. Kids do nothing. <laughs> they got the dream life. I don't remember having this many holidays. And as a kid, all we wanted to be was an adult. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And they, well, that's what my daughter was saying. Yeah. Uh, my son was saying the other day, oh, I wish I was 18. I was like, bro, really? You want all that? Are you ready for that responsibility? I'm like, you're annoyed that you don't get long enough holidays. I'm like, wait till you have, uh, <laughs> have work. And I think the other thing too is, mate, you know, you know how it is. You, when you have your own business, I don't think you'd ever really switch off. But it's been good. It's been good spending time with the family and you know, we went in the city and did some adventure adventure things that I is not normally my modality. I'm very routine, structured, disciplined. So to go on a family adventure, is uh, it has to be planned and... But I'm learning, mate, so we just kind of did a on-the-fly, let's all go on an adventure. And yeah. Yeah. The chosen one was proud of me that I handled it without too much <laughs> anxiety, frustration, and anger. <laughs> what adventure did you go on? Oh, man, it wasn't anything major. Like, we just, I just packed up a couple of backpacks, waters, a bit of food, said, all right, we'll, we'll head into the city, and um, we jumped on a... Well, we were about to jump on the train. Trains weren't running, so you had to get on a bus. So you get on a bus and you go into the city and have a walk around the city and jumped on a ferry and had a bit of lunch, walked around the city dealing with, oh, this is boring. I don't want to do it, you know, like the kids. <laughs> so be patient, be patient. Um, it's about the experience. It's like, you know, just be there, be present. You're doing yeah. it for them, not for you. <laughs> it's doing it for them, even though they don't want – what they're saying is I don't want to do it. It's like, man, I, I don't want to be in the city. <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is for us to hang out. So, yeah, that was good. It was good fun. We, <laughs> we went to a similar experience where, um, you know, we went away to a friend's farm over the weekend and, you know, they have a bunch of like, you know, vegetables and stuff planted the kids went and picked up you know all of these vegetables and whatnot and the whole time they were complaining on the way there and on the way back and there but but once they stopped you know they started had or they had an opportunity to just run around and be kids they were like you know and then the next day they're like when can we go back Mm. to the farm it's like yeah totally you hated it when we were there (laughs) funny isn't it i you know you know it's it's not only kids like i find myself sometimes like a high resistance towards something like maybe it's a a weekend away or some something that's out of the routine of my life and there's resistance leading up to it. It's like, oh man, you know, I got to fucking do this. I don't want to do it. Da, 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 da. And then I go and do it and it's awesome. Yeah. And then I come back, I'm like, why, why don't I do that more regularly? You know? And then I go and try and do it again and there's resistance to do it again, man. It's, 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 it's an interesting concept. Yeah. It's, it's something weird about us, huh? Anyways, you know, today's topic, I don't know if most men know, um, but Mother's Day is coming up, right? It's coming up. Uh, yeah, don't miss that one. <laughs> just in a few days. So what I wanted to talk to you about today was 
what can men do to become a better husband, right? As the mm. saying goes, you know, behind every successful uh, man is is a you know strong woman. And for me, I personally wouldn't know where I'd be at this point in my life if it wasn't for you know the women that were in my life. Mm. You know, my daughters, my partner, certainly my mother. You know, I am one to say that I am proudly a mother's you know a mommy's boy. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> fully, full, totally proud it. of that. So you know, as much as we like to believe that we're all sort of you know perfect husbands and partners and stuff like that. I'm sure that our chosen ones uh, would say otherwise, right? Now, mm. I did speak to some women, spoke with my partner, and, and I told her not to, you know, not to be personal because I am sensitive. <laughs> and also spoke with some friends and asked them this, you know, this question, you know, what can men do to become a better husband? And just to, you know, name off some things, the number one thing that uh, was mentioned was communication, Right. Mm. So my first question to you is, Ben, what can we do as men to become a better communicator so that we can become a better husband, partner for yeah. our chosen ones? It's interesting, isn't it? Because I think every man out there would know this. They would know commu- like communication is the number one thing that all our chosen ones desire. So out of, out of your list of women that you spoke with, was the my chosen one was on there? <laughs> yes, she was. <laughs> I thought there was a shift at home. I'm joking. Love you, chosen one. Um, communication, man. Because look, I've always been challenged around that for a long. You know, I'm 43, man. Like for a lot of our relationship, that was the key thing. Like I just found, I found it hard to. I used to find it really challenging to communicate. And what I mean by that is, you know, you come home from a day of work, grinding out, whatever it is, and your chosen one says, how was your day? Good. And then she's like, so what happened? It's like, well, I don't want to fucking relive my day. <laughs> I just live my day. Why, why, why would I talk about it again? It's fine. And, you know, all the, all the noise, all the things are running in my head, but I don't want to talk about it. And there came a point too where I, once I started doing the work on this, because it was like, well, why can't I communicate? Why can't I talk about my day with my chosen one? And one of the big things I found was when I would talk about challenges from the day, challenges in business, et cetera, that were happening, I would watch my chosen one get, you know, anxious and worried and fearful. I think we may have spoken about this on a previous podcast. And so it was like, you know, you start, talking about the challenges of your day and then you watch your chosen one start freaking, oh my God, what are you going to do about that? How are you going to do this? How's this going to work? What's going to, it's like, holy shit, hang on, like, (laughs) (laughs) fuck. You know, all of a sudden you go from, hey, I'm, you wanted to know and now I'm sharing it and now it's causing me, my own anxiety, stress, fear, worry and everything around it because I'm trying to bury it and I don't want to deal with it. And so I, f- I found this through the work, like when, when I started working on myself and doing a lot of work around um, marriage and relationships and how can I enhance my communication with my chosen one. And yeah, it led to a, a, a big discussion between my chosen one and I where I expressed this, where I actually said to her, I was like, look, I struggle to talk to you about my day because I'm worried because it puts you into fear and worry. And uh, through that conversation... You know, my chosen one said, you know, like, I'm a big girl. I just express how I'm feeling in the moment. And this, uh, I learned this through a bit of David Data's work as well, um, Way of the Superior Man. It's a good book. Definitely worth uh, having a read if you haven't read it. 
But it goes into the same thing, you know. Females, the feminine really just expresses how they feel right in that exact moment. Mm. Whereas men, we we contemplate, we think, we don't really just express how we're feeling right now. We're like, we're thinking ahead. We're, we're trying to like look after um, our, I guess, the the way we think and, and operate. So through that conversation, it, it enabled me to realize, hey, hang on. Her fear doesn't just, def- like, if, if that's triggering my own fear, then that's my stuff to work on. If my chosen one's getting anxious about something that's happening in my life, around business, etc., again, and it's triggering my stuff, that's for I got to work on me because what it, what it was doing is it's it wasn't her challenge or issue that was causing the problem. It was my chosen one's reaction would trigger my internal fears, frustrations, worries, concerns, anxiety, and so it was triggering it. And so that's why, I, like, so then it was like, okay, subconsciously, I'm finding that if I communicate, it causes a trigger and I don't want to fucking deal with that trigger, therefore I won't communicate. And so I found this and I was like, holy shit, like this is this is some big stuff. And so when I started working on my own fears, worries, anxieties, etc., around business and etc., it allowed me to go, hey, I, I can express everything now, like it's an open book. And if, if a fear comes up or something that my chosen one says in, in response to something I bring up, that's for me to work on. And this is this has enabled me to open up a lot more uh, with my chosen one, uh, over, especially over the last couple of years, because now it's like we can host conversation, and I'm I'm not in fear of her reaction. And if there is, you know, something comes up, and it's like my my chosen one gets fearful around something that's there, that's her stuff, man. Mm. You know, it's not it's not mine. Like I'm I'm confident. Uh, and comfortable with with what I'm doing in my day to day, and then what I can do now is like when I'm sharing with my chosen one is I can take it on as an opportunity to learn and grow from it as well, and and take it as a a, a two way communication piece. So that piece that I just shared is was the critical catalyst to enabling my chosen one and I for me to start communicating better. And I and I feel I'm not alone in that. I I would almost believe and trust that most men listening to this podcast that could be the actual catalyst that's stopping a lot of these men sharing how their day was when the when the chosen one asks how was your day i would say probably 99 call it call it even 100 percent that you know that Mm. us guys just simply don't know how to communicate certain things to our partners and that was on the top of of all the women that i asked that was pretty much on the top of their list was communication. Because que- don't, don't you think the question then is like, why? You know, like if you think about your relationship with your chosen one, it's like, and your chosen one wants to start a conversation, but you don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. Like when I when I don't feel like talking, I, I, I'm investigating myself. I'm like, well, why don't I want to fucking share right now? Like, what is it? And I think that's the thing that a lot of us have to look at. It's like, why don't you want to talk about whatever the fuck it is that the chosen one wants to talk about right now? Because mm. I, I don't think it's, uh, you know, a lot of guys go, oh, man, I'm very logical, you know, like <laughs> I just struggle to communicate. I'm like, dude, I watch you talk with your best mate for fucking four hours. No problem. <laughs> you don't have a communication issue. <laughs> You're not a fucking robot, like, and, and a lot of guys. It's like, man, are you a human being? Yeah, I'm hu- you're an emotional creature. Like, let's stop running 
pretend fake lies as to why I'm not talking with my chosen one. It's not, oh, I don't know how to communicate or I suck at communicating or I'm not good at sharing my feelings. It's like, no, nah, man, what's actually underneath it? That's where a guy has to go and investigate. See, like, like for me, I've, I've always struggled communicating with my partner. And I'm not, I generally like don't know why, because I can communicate whatever it is that I'm feeling or that I'm thinking to like everybody else perfectly okay. But for some reason, like when it comes to her, like all of a sudden, it's like the right words don't seem to come out. And if for us at times, I'm not saying it's, it's all the time, but certainly there have been times where it's been the cause of a greater argument per se, mm. right? And it would start off something pretty small. The next thing you know, it just blows up into something that really didn't mean to or didn't need to go that route, which I find it to be, you know, kind of weird. So now it's like, now I, I open, if she asks, I'll open up. But she also knows, because we've had conversations that if certain things come out or I approach certain things that might be different from the way she would approach it, that it's not necessarily against her or anything like that. It's just, I think differently. If yeah. that makes sense. Well, yeah, absolutely, man. And I think this is, Kind of going back to what I was talking about before, but it's, you know, the only reason it escalates is because it's causing triggers. Mm. Like if you work on your triggers, so my chosen one and I, you know, when we have conversations and I watch, you know, if one of us get emotionally charged, I'm like, well, one of us have, have got triggers around this. And so it, it and I, I feel very grateful that my chosen one works on herself um, at the same level I work on myself. So you know, in those conversations, we're able to, like, I don't call it out and say, oh, well, that's your trigger chosen one. You need to go and fucking work on yourself because mm. <laughs> that's not going to solve the problem. Some guys make but that mistake. But it's being able to, <laughs> <laughs> I have made the mistake many times. I just try to learn from those mistakes. But the thing is, like, looking at it when that conversation's happening and things are escalating, like, instead of being letting the ego take over and the stubbornness and it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to fucking push, 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 push. It's being able to get back off the accelerator there for a bit and recognize, hey man, she's not pissed at you. There's something going, there's, there's a deeper trigger here. Right. And let, let her work with it and feel it and do whatever, like, she, you know, she's a human, she's allowed to have her own feelings around it. I'm not there to fucking solve that problem. So it's, it's being able to, it's, it's learning to back off and knowing when to, you know, like, I guess the, the thing is like, cho- choose your battles wisely, you know? It's like not everything has to be a fucking battle. It's like choose it wisely, man. Do, does it really need to go down this path right now? Like am I just being driven by ego and stubbornness or is there something else at play? And I, I, I feel these are the things like when you work on yourself, it enhances your, your marriage at the same time. Mm. Now, second one that was brought up, and again, just randomly, right, was that they would like women say that, you know, it would be great if they had an opportunity for them to be able to work on themselves, right? Um, mm. For us guys to really sort of encourage her and support her to follow her dreams, her ambitions, and pursue and give her some opportunity to go out there and, and do some self-care work. Thoughts on that? Yeah. This is a pretty funny one, and it's quite interesting because I feel what happens here is, and at least through my own personal experience, but also speaking with other men and their experiences. It's like, hey, I'm doing that. You know, I... I'm, I tell her, go and go for a walk. I tell her, go and fucking read a book. I tell her, go and meditate. I tell her, go and do, tra- I tell her to go and work on herself, but she doesn't want to. So I stop fucking, I stop offering. It's like, 
Cool. When was the last time you did something when someone told you to do it? Mm. Well, never. No one tells me what to do. Like that's, <laughs> it's like you, you, you're telling your chosen one what to do here. Yeah, but she said she wants it. Yeah, man. But it's you gotta you gotta play the game. It's got to be subtle. You got to create the space, right? And creating the space for a uh, uh, a female to work on herself isn't just hey. Yes, the house is untidy and everything's a fucking shit fight and you got to fucking think about what dinner is tonight. But you go, go, go and take an hour for yourself. They're in the heat of battle, depending on how your, your, your household is structured. But, you know, mothers want to feel everything safe before they can go and venture and put time and effort into themselves. So right. it's our duty is to – how do you create that safe space? And it's not just, hey, just go for a fucking walk. Or go read a book. You got to create the safe space. Kids are now calm. I got dinner organized, or I got food sorted. Place clean. I've done all the fucking chores, etc. Or I'll go do them. And it's like, hey, you know, if you feel like you want to go and go for a walk with your friends, or go do it, etc. You know, go do that. If not, that's cool. Mm. But you got to create that environment for it. I feel this is where we get stuck. Like this is where I got stuck. Is like I'm like. You know, what do you mean? I, I, I'm happy for you to go take an hour every day whenever you want or two hours a day. I'm cool. I'm, I'm cool. I'll take. But I, what I found was underneath it after we had a conversation, it's like, well, I, I, don't, I don't feel comfortable just leaving the household and going and taking two hours. And there's, there's work for the chosen one for her to do on herself around that, why she doesn't feel comfortable with it. But there's also my part and my role in this as well, which is how do I create the environment so that she feels comfortable enough to go and do work on herself and i feel we're, we're continually growing and evolving in that space you know where over time and through practice and doing it and doing it and doing it you know my chosen one now is comfortable enough to hey i'm going for a walk with my girlfriend for an hour or two yeah sweet no problem you know i'm going to go meditate for for 20 minutes no problem you know it's so it's it's creating the environment it's not telling them what to do and when it suits you right because <laughs> that's the other thing it's like oh you can go for a walk right now it's like, well i don't want to go for a walk right now well you said you always want to go for a walk why don't you want to go for a walk i'm fucking giving you time go for a walk it's like i don't want to do that right now oh fuck and then i think for a lot of us logical men then we just go oh well, fuck it why bother yeah so it's it's a continual work it's a dance man it's a practice it's just look at it through the lens of how do i create a good safe environment for my chosen one to be able to start thinking about going and spending time on herself mm. and i think that that's something that's really really important and i know in the past episode we talked about you know how important is it for us men to be able to work on ourselves well certainly they need that that time as well and for you to for us to be able to give them you know, a safe enough environment that they can feel comfortable. And again, make sure that everything is taken care of because there's there's something about women that they just need to make sure that everything is taken care of before they, you know, they go to bed at night. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so we have to be able to, to give them that space. And I think what's important is like what you said is let them do it on their schedule versus, hey, do it at three o'clock because I don't have anything yeah. going on at three yeah. o'clock. Yeah, why don't you get up at 4.30 in the morning and do it? That's when I do it. So you should do it then. And it's like... And then that leads to what you're talking about before, and that escalates into a, a an argument. And yeah, it's the, it's it's not good for anyone. One other thing that they said was they want to feel more appreciated, right? Mm. And I think that's something. And I know I'm guilty of this, and I don't feel like you know, I show 
how grateful I am for the things that they do. So that's one thing. Out of, I think it was about 10 women, this is another 10 out of 10, that they don't feel like they're being appreciated enough. Mm. I feel the challenge with this is, especially, I'm speaking on behalf of men who think like we think and operate the way we operate. We we don't we don't need external validation. I don't. I'm not searching for someone to say, "Hey Ben, you're doing an awesome job." I bet you know, like I oh, darling. And even though it, it, I I get it, I don't feel the need for. I, I'm never thinking, you know, I wish um I wish my chosen one told me she loved me more, or I wish my chosen one told me how good of a job I'm doing as a as a as a husband or a father. I've never I've never really felt that in my in my entire life like i've never felt i need a boss or someone to say hey you're doing a good job there might be something deep down but i've never really lent on it and so we operate like that and then we think well that's how everyone fucking thinks right Mm. so when when the chosen one's like you know i'd I'd love to hear that i'm doing a good job more it's like why (laughs) (laughs) i don't think like that why the fuck would you think like that like just fucking you know you're doing a good job like fucking get over it and so there's this big disconnect where we think everyone thinks the same way we think we've we've got to realize man and it's that's that book from fucking the 80s you know men are from mars and women are from venus like they're two different beasts and not just men and women but the the feminine and the masculine and not everyone's the same and this is where you got to realize everyone's different Everyone has a different way of communicating. Everyone has a different way of showing love languages. Everyone has a different way of feeling connected and worthy, etc. And so, if, you know, I, I do agree with you that I, I, I feel most women, most wives, most chosen ones do desire their husband to say, I see you. I see you. I love you. I see you. You're doing an awesome job. Thank you. I'm grateful for you. Mm. And this is, you know, one of the things that we do inside Rising Kings is the daily gesture of love. Like it's just a daily little gesture of appreciation, of gratitude, whether it's on a sticky note, a text message, a 15 second or 30 second hug. But just, it's, it's just doing that. And pre me doing that, like I, I was that guy, like I never, never felt I needed to say it because I'm like, well, I, I don't need it said to me. I'm sure she thinks the same. She doesn't need to hear it. But then after through discussions, you know, and it was there, she kept reminding me, but I just didn't fucking listen. Mm. <laughs> Took me a while. I'm a slow learner. <laughs> but then I got it. And then every day it was like, you know, doing this daily gesture of love and daily gesture of appreciation. Like I watched my chosen one's entire, you know, just demeanor, just shift and grow and evolve. And it was like, holy shit, like the fuck have I been doing? And I think this is this is a this is a critical element. This is a piece I think a lot of men skip over. Oh, we're solid. We sleep in the same bed. You know, I'm not cheating on her. I'm not fucking doing anything wrong here. Hey, she knows that she's doing a good job. We're sweet. Let's keep going. And it's like, no, nah, man. It's 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 like a plant. You got to water it. You got to nurture it. You got to keep the soil clean. You got to make sure it's got good oxygen, enough light. Like think of it as as your delicate flower. Your chosen one's this delicate flower. You know, it's not the rough and ready bloke that's out there but let's be honest like a lot of men desire it we pretend we don't but we desire it at the same time as well true it's something about it like when you just hear it i guess that hey you're doing a good job or something like that that you know there's something you know that's in you that goes ah thank you for the validation or or whatever the case may be and that's something that us guys tend to suck at doing (laughs) yeah because imagine here's a good uh 
way a lens to wrap around it. Think about it with your kids. All the work you do for your children, you know, your daughters and sons, etc. But assume they never gave you any fucking input, any feedback. They don't tell you they, they love you sporadically. They don't say, hey, Dad, you're awesome. They barely mm. cuddle you. They barely interact with you. How would you feel? Mm. So now think, your chosen one is on the same path and you're that person who she dearly loves and wants connection with, but you're that you're operating like the kid who fucking is just distant. Yeah. And it's it's all the little things, man. It's exactly what you said before. It's it is communication. That is connection. There's physical connection. There's you know the audible connection. There's you know just the metaphysical connection of just being present and happy and grateful that you're in their presence. Mm. And I think this is the work for men to work on, which is you got to keep looking at this. Mm. Some of the other things that were mentioned as well was do more things around the house, which we all know we're we're guilty that we don't do enough of. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. Make her laugh. I thought that was interesting. Mm. Make her laugh. Um, Listen without needing to fix the problem. That was another thing that was mentioned. Intimate, intimacy, not just sex. Thought that was great. Mm. Apologize. That was another one that was on the list was apologize. And this was, I would say, you know, top seven. So I guess us men don't apologize more. One thing I, I found to be, you know, interesting, and, and I'm sure that most guys, you know, another thing that we suck at is, you know, to make the, the time to uh, to do things together, right? You know, to go out there and, and sort of organize an activity where it's just you two, right? To go on a date. And this is something I ask yeah. a lot of guys too. It was like, when was the first time or when was the last time that you took her on a second first date, right? Mm. Um, and most guys will probably be like, huh, what does that mean? Um, so, I've, yeah. you know, that's that's something that's interesting. But yeah, sort of just final thoughts. What are some of the things that we could do to, to become better? Yeah, I think we you, there's a really good list there. Like, you know, the guys who are listening write these down. But the thing is, I, I don't think anything's new here as what are you fucking doing about it? Like that that's that's at the heart of it. I think a lot of us get fucking complacent. We just get fucking complacent. It's like, she's cool. I'm cool. Like, everything's okay. It's not until something happens. I watch it and then, you know, it escalates, like you were saying before, through a conversation and maybe it turns into a bit of an argument. And then what happens? Fucking flowers start showing up and we, you know, we start putting in the effort. And how was your day? Oh, you know, darling, thanks for asking how my day was. Da, 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 da. It lasts for about a week. <laughs> and it goes back. Then it goes back and it goes into a cycle. And I think what, we're hearing here from the chosen ones is like, why, why does it have to be in a cycle? Why, why can't we just continually just chip away and work at this day by day to show that it's there? And it, it's actually quite simple. I wouldn't say it's easy. I'd say it's simple and it's just, it's doing the work. Mm. And it's like building a muscle. Like, you, you, like with uh, my chosen one and I, my wife and I, uh, we've been working on our marriage since, fuck, since they dot. Well, I was pretty tuned out for the first couple of years because I hadn't sorted my shit out, you know, like I wasn't a great husband and I've I've had to fucking work on it. However, I continually work on it. I'm continually working on it. And it's, you know, I'm guilty as charged of all the things you mentioned there before. I can definitely be a better communicator. I can definitely lift more in terms of domestic load at home. I can definitely show up more in terms of intimacy and letting my chosen one know that I see her and I love her and I accept her. 
it's come a long way. Don't get me wrong. I'm looking at progress uh, as I grow. It's just you've got to continually work at it. I don't think it's, oh, I listened to the podcast, the Rising Kings podcast, and I wrote down the six things I need to do, and I'm sweet now. <laughs> it's like you've got to... You got to practice. You got to practice, and you got to practice, and it's over, and it's over, and it's over, and it's over again, and again, and again, and again, and again, until it becomes your modality. Until it's like I don't have to think about telling my wife I love her and I see her. That's just part of how I fucking operate. Yeah. I don't have to think about going on a date every couple of weeks and planning it. It just happens. I just think I'm like, sweetheart, let's go have lunch. Sweetheart, let's go out. You know, I've got a babysitter. You know, it's like it's the practice of doing this over and over and over again that it actually becomes you. Mm. And I think that's the challenge. I think a lot of guys think, well, it's just a one-off. Like, why can't I just be that person now? Man, you got to earn it. Mm. you got to work into it. And it's like anything new in your life. It's fucking hard. It's uncomfortable. It's going to require energy. When your wife says, how was your day? And you don't want to fucking talk about it. Guess what, brother? You want to do the work? Fucking talk about it. Mm. Practice again and again and again. Some days you're going to have it. Some days you're going to have heaps of energy and you're like, da da da. And, and the wife's like, oh, I'm so, thank you. Thank you for sharing with me. Oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, that, that was easy. Next day rolls around. <laughs> Cold. <laughs> Somehow that energy's gone and she's like, how was your day? Yeah, good. Like, oh, I fucking lost it. I got a taste of it. <laughs> now I'm going to go back. <laughs> And I feel that's, yeah, that's my chosen one. Sometimes she's like, ah, oh, you know, I, I got a taste of the fucking awesomeness. And now it's back to this. And then I got to work on myself. I'm like, okay, well, what am I, why am I not sharing here? What, have I, what, what am I hiding? Why am I in a bad mood? Why am I tired and exhausted today? And I don't want to tell my wife I fucking love her and that I see her. Yeah. You know, so that's it. my final piece around it is you, you got to fucking do the work mm. it's not just listening to this podcast and going oh yeah okay sweet next it's not just oh it's mother's day yet yeah, there's your gift let's move on it's mother's day like the the, the feeling that your chosen one wants to feel on mother's day it's you got a question how do i make it fucking mother's year how do i make it every fucking day what are the little things i can do and they don't have to be big grandacious things it's just little things like we talked about just communicate just a little bit more just give her another cuddle today. Give her another kiss. Tell her that you see her. Tell her that you love her. Tell her that she's doing a fucking awesome job as a mum. Yeah. Thank her for washing your clothes and folding them up and putting them in the, in the drawers. Thank her for the beautiful dinner she just cooked for you. Mm. Little things. Little things. Here's yeah. the one thing. And watch too, the I... resistance that comes up when you go to do it as well. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I feel a bit shameful to do that or guilty because I should have been doing this for so long. It's like, get over that, man. Like, yeah. start now. One thing I would advise, and this is it's easier said than done, right? Do things not because she tells you you should do it. Do it because you want to do it. Totally. So, and it yeah. does, and it, it's kind of like the fake it till you make it. So, with I'll put the truth around this with the daily gesture of love. The daily gesture of love was like, ah, oh, I'm doing this for my chosen one, right? Every day, daily yeah. gesture of love, daily gesture of love. I'm grateful for you because did it because I'm like I, I want her to know that. You know, I, I see her, etc. You know what the shift, you know, you know what changed? It was me. I, I mm. started to do it for me because when I was doing it, it just put my chosen one on top of mine straight away. And I, and I, and I felt more connected. I felt more connected and I feel more connected through doing the daily gesture of love or appreciation to her. 
because you, mm. you you genuinely start to go, holy fuck, wow, here's like I chose her. I'm spending my life with her. When our kids get older and they leave home, I'm with my chosen one. I don't want to be the empty nester that goes, we've got nothing to talk about. Hey, it was awesome raising kids together. Fucking see you later. It's like I want the rest of my life's journey together, experiencing life together. Mm. And it's through these little daily gestures that really like evolve that for me. Mm. It's another episode of Rising Kings podcast. I'm your host, Michael. That's Ben Salkeld. Have an awesome Mother's Day. Stay strong. So that's it for this week's show. We really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Make sure that you head over to iTunes, uh, rate and review the show. This really helps us get the message out there to ensure we're doing our part in helping others raise their standards and live to their highest order. Also too, if you haven't already, you can apply to join our free Facebook group where we take this conversation deeper and further. And then finally, if you want additional resources, etc., head over to risingkings.com.au. Have an awesome week. Stay strong. No.